Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening, this is the Root for Wisconsin Show, episode 105. Coming at you from the Ming True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. I'm host producer Eric Fisher. Joining me this week, we've got Sean Klosterman, member of the Highway 22 crew. Sean, how are you doing? Doing good. How are you? Fantastic. Also joining us at the table this week, after a short hiatus, Secretary Shauna. I'm back. I mean, you kind of were here last week, but... Yeah, but I'm back, back. And better than ever. <laughs> Guess who's back, 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 back again. <laughs> Sharna's back. <laughs> All right, so episode 105 coming at you. And this should be a pretty full episode. Lots to talk about from the last week of sports and Wisconsin news and culture in general. So with that, let's get right into it. First of all, got to mention RPW Extravaganza 2 coming up April 29th at the Watering Hole in Green Bay. Shauna, Eric, Sean Ramsey will be there. We'll be sitting front row sponsoring that leadoff match of the show. Tickets are available. Special bell time at 630. Hit the Watering Hole for tickets. Look sharp at the Fox River Mall and also the Rage and Pro Wrestling website, which you can find at Rage and Pro Wrestling on Facebook. Check them out. Get some tickets. Tickets are going quick. Only 14 front row seats are left. Woo! So be sure to get in on that already because it's going to go quick as we get closer to the event. Also, we've got our typical fans. We've got Monkey Knife Fight, which if you played along with the contest yesterday, could have put some money in your pocket. I tried to. I did not. I did. You were that. That's different. Oh, never and, mind. <laughs> and then... uh We've also got our wonderful friends over at Ray's Energy RepSports.com, code root 4 R O O T number 4, 15% off any order. New flavors dropping all the time. Be sure to check them out as well. Let's get right into it. This episode, um, what we are rooting for, is brought to you by Fanatics, over 300 plus powered stores. Check it out MLB Spring Training Gear, World Baseball Classic Gear, Chief Super Bowl Gear. It's all there and so much more. Fanatics. Check them out. Show your love for your team. And with that, positives, guys. Any positives you can think of? Shauna, you look confused. I'll let you think. Sean, you got anything to lead us off with? I think we had a pretty good Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I'm going to go yeah, with. Debatable. Well, it was had hot a, garbage. Why was it hot garbage? It was a nice high-scoring game. and Just because the Chiefs won? Is that the reason? The ending. We'll mm-hmm. get to that. Mm-hmm. Ending I mean, could have been better, but that would have been about it. Commercials are awful. Yeah, commercials weren't good. Didn't really watch the halftime show, so I can't say anything about the halftime show. Ryan, was Rihanna pregnant? Yes. Yeah, that was okay. confirmed. Confirmed. That was confirmed. Confirmed. We weren't all just assholes. Right. <laughs> Which, great for the rest of us. Right. Um, My root for is going to be, I think I've done them a few times by now, but the Green Bay Phoenix women's basketball team just continues to win. They had a big win over... Wright State on Sunday, a big win over, I think, Northern Kentucky on Friday. or Yeah, Northern Kentucky Friday, uh, Wright State yesterday. Seven straight for the team coming off of a previous 11-game win streak. Oh, officially have a 20-win season, uh, 21 wins now for the team as they continue to march towards hopefully an NCAA appearance, hopefully a big or a Horizon League championship, uh, and hopefully a Horizon League tournament championship. Mid, for a mid-major, one of the top mid-majors in the country is year in, year out. Um, the net rankings have them as like the 64th team. So they realistically could make an at-large bid conversation. Now, will they, will they not? 
typically the Horizon League only gets one team, but Horizon League is a powerhouse when it comes to mid-major, so very well could be two. But why even put the debate up? Go win that regular season title. Go win the conference championship tournament. Leave no doubt. Continue to rack up wins. Uh, big weekend coming up for the Phoenix. I believe that's this weekend where they've got their Ohio swing with Youngstown State and Cleveland State having to play them both yet. Those are the other two teams at the top of the league. But oh no, just again, another great year to be part of the uh, the Phoenix. Actually, they got the Robert Morris game coming up this weekend. So it'll be, I think it'll be next weekend where they'll have the, the swing. So it'll be Robert Morris on Friday night. And Sunday afternoon, Youngstown State is who they'll face. So big games coming up for the Phoenix women. As always, be sure to check them out. Just one of the best basketball programs, just fundamental basketball. Kevin Borseth all alone at 20th overall in uh, coaching wins in NCAA history. Uh, he passed that two weeks ago, I believe. Uh, they had a ceremony for him Friday night, reaching 20th all-time in wins. So congrats to Kevin Borseth and the Green Bay Phoenix. Sean, anything positive for you this week? I don't think there was anything that stood out, to be quite honest. So I'm boring this week, so no, sorry. All right, So, but with the positives do come the negatives, and that leads us to our Tyler Hero Noogies of the Week. And I'm going to lead this one off first. I don't have a name for this person, but back-to-back nights apparently where a Southwest Athletic Conference, or the SWAC, had a cheerleader get ejected from a game. Over the weekend. I did not hear about this. And my fa- the one that I saw on, I think, Friday night was just absolutely hilarious to me. Uh, the The young lady decides after a foul call on the baseline, on the far baseline, the cheerleader comes out on the court, not like just thinking she was in the wrong place, wrong time, and gets in the grill of a road player and just talking mad shit. <laughs> they um on twitter they tweeted out the the video and you've got these two college students um who just who are doing the play-by-play and the color commentary and just look absolutely baffled as to what's going on they don't even know what to say um and you hear security being called and being summoned uh so they yeah just absolutely baffled and yeah a cheer, two two nights in a row of cheerleaders getting ejected in the swack so that's wow. my noogie. Sean, on yours, anything negative? Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't love the Super Bowl yesterday. Oh, jeez. The script was <laughs> off. It was wrong. Um, so it wasn't scripted. Yeah. Well, I think what happened was they leaked one, and then they changed it. Oh, is that you're mm-hmm. you're one of those people? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You're yeah. An Eagle fan. No, no, because well, you made your bets on I, the Chiefs. I, the reason I made my bets on the Chiefs is because I struggle spelling Eagles. Um, <laughs> so that's why I made my bets on the Chiefs. So I really, I was an Eagles fan and I thought that they should win. I just don't like the Chiefs. I don't like how cocky they're getting because well, they won two Super Bowls in the last, what, two years, whatever. Four. Um, my noogie that I didn't get last week was Joey should be in the Super Bowl and that was it. So. Anyways, I got to say that the end of that game, I'll let you go first, but the end of the game is one. Yeah, Jalen Hurts with that hot garbage. Hail Mary attempt. Hail Mary attempt at the end. That's not even what I was talking. About. I was talking strictly the the hold. That, I mean, it was definitely a hold, it but was, it was. you don't call that all game. And you've already got people thinking about it being scripted or thinking about it being influenced. 
and you make that call in that moment. It's an odd spot to be calling it. For the first time all game, when there was so many more egregious, both sides for what's worth. Yeah, it would, they, they let them play most, for, for the whole game. And Except then, yeah. that part, and that's, that's where it bothers me. That's where you lose me. Yeah, Jalen Hurts should have had a chance to go down the field with, what, minute and a half left? Would have been yeah. a minute 45, Something I think. Like well, and the player even said in the locker room after the game, he said, I thought they would let it go. I have a I have an issue with that, too, though. What the hell is the guy supposed to say? Because right. if you say anything critical, the league oh, will find you. Oh, sure. So what, what is he supposed to say? Right, but at the same time, like, they didn't call it all day, and didn't you say that they have they have like a little grace spot, like they're not supposed well, to you call have that. Well, you have you have the five yards within the line of scrimmage for illegal contact, where you can bump and push, and the hold I think kind of is a little bit different. Yeah, that one's because he turns them, but sure. at the same time, like you're right at the line, it didn't influence the route at all. Like it was such a soft. Yeah, but the jersey hold. the jersey got pulled is is what what they seen yeah i i understand like i said it was a legitimately you know any other game it's a hold so if that's flipped around and that's the eagles going in for a score would you call it yeah i would so or uh, no i mean like i wouldn't but it, my, my point is it's not influenced based on my rooting interest my point is i'm more that it was not called all game so when you have a moment right. where you're in the two minute warning and you decide you're going to influence the game. Yeah. That's where I have an issue with it. I don't, I mean, yes, I was rooting for the Eagles, but I really didn't have like a strong rooting mm-hmm. alliance. I put a little bit of money on the game just to make it worth watching. And you lost everything? Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> I won. With, yeah. Yeah, but you won all the money he lost. But I, it was his money to be. See? <laughs> we talked about this before today. Yeah. Sean's like, no, that's her money. And I'm like, no, no, it was literally my money. That's how I convinced Sean to let me go back. <laughs> oh, I was, I was not. Don't make me sound like I was like, no, you couldn't go because I'm, I'm not that way. Yeah, that's true. But are we going to talk about um, Mr. Darkness Retreat later? Because yeah. otherwise I'm going to yeah. hit him with a noogie no, right now. We'll, no, we'll talk about that later. All right. Well, he'll get, stay listeners because I'm going to hit him with a noogie later. Good for you. You're wrong, but it's, it's OK. I'm going to fire Eric up. <laughs> Oh, we're going to start this. This All is right. going to be a great show. Stay tuned. This is your stay tuned. <laughs> okay, Sean, we haven't gotten to your nugget yet, so. I'm going Tyreek Hill with all of his stupid stuff that he's going to have the refs on his podcast and everything like that. Just being butthurt that the Chiefs won. I didn't see any of this. You so. didn't? No. Yeah, so he tweeted. What did he tweet here? I need to get referee on my podcast. Some things need to be cleared. And he tweeted that after the game and just fired all Chiefs fans up. So it's like, you're just butthurt that, that you got traded and they won the Super Bowl. They were a better team this year without him than they were with him. I, I'm not going to make light of this situation, but that's almost as bad as Chris Brown tweeting or putting on his Instagram story about Rihanna's halftime performance yesterday. Right. Do you see that? Yes. It's not. I mean, that's, that's worse by far. Yes. And the, the surrounding circumstances, again, incredibly worse on that side. But just that was such a weird moment of right of the Super Bowl halftime. What are you questioning here? Definitely a bad look. Right. Very bad taste. And it always it led me back to the what was it the college humor, the BuzzFeed video a couple years back of being Chris Brown's publicist. 
where he just does something incredibly stupid and you're like he did what that's all celebrities well, right <laughs> most anyway um so, so yeah, yeah that's that was a good nuggie i can't believe you didn't see that though no i didn't that really surprised long day. me been a long day sure working hard today sean earning my keep <laughs> I'm not, nope, not even gonna touch that one. Yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, we go into. I'm not sure I have a what's weird Wisconsin story because it's been, you know, once again we have a very solemn week of news. All things considered, in the Green Bay area, um, nothing a whole lot of really fun. Uh, sturgeon spearing was down. Um, I guess we can kind of talk about the. Uh, the F-16 shooting down balloons over the Great Lakes and stuff. We don't, we don't need to do that. Didn't they get a UFO? That's technically what they're called. By by definition, that's what they're calling them. Mm. Which, Aliens. Which is also, I guess I'll say this. It's baffling to me that, you know, we had Super Bowl weekend and we had, you know, potential first contact with aliens and just not a story. Like, nobody's phased by that. Right. So, yeah, Super Bowl. Puppy Bowl. Puppy Bowl weekend. Yep. Did you watch the Puppy Bowl? A little bit. I had it on. I'm not ashamed of that. He was sending me Snapchats of it. But he was. I was. I have no... I was I was at the radio station. The game was done. We were in the post-game show. So I took my ESPN feed off and went to the Puppy Bowl. I have no shame in that. I don't know what you're laughing about. It's just cute. It's cute. It's so cute. I'm all for it. Go puppies. Puppies. <laughs> all right. So what does that lead us to trivia? Sure. Oh, trivia. Oh, <clears throat> we got trivia this week. We got trivia this week. The overall score currently is at two to two. Sean and I are tied on this. So this is a tiebreaker today. We are doing Woo! in honor of Super Bowl. We are doing not yesterday's Super Bowl trivia, but just overall in general Super Bowl trivia. Um, I've got a few questions for you. We'll see how it goes. And then, uh, we might have to do one of those prices, right? Where you do a number over under. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. What teams have won the most Super Bowls? There are two. Eric Patriots and Steelers. That is correct. One, two, three, four. There are four teams. If you can give me three, I will give you the point. What teams haven't appeared in a single Super Bowl? Sean, the Jaguars, the Texans. Jaguars, Texans, and um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Chargers. Incorrect. Incorrect. Because it's Eric, the Jaguars, the Texans, the Lions, and the Browns. That's yes. your four. I couldn't get Minnesota out of my head, but they hadn't. They've won gone one. to four, yeah, and they, they haven't won, won one. That's true. That's what that's what was going in my head, and I couldn't think of the teams that didn't appear. Which Super Bowl halftime show preceded a stadium blackout? Oh, so that's oh, that's Niners, Niners, Ravens. Ravens. So that's twenty twelve. Is that you two? No. So they were playing all the crappy like old people bands coming back. JT? No. Beyonce? That's your hint. Yeah. Oh, Beyonce. Yeah, we won't we won't score that one. All right. 
What team has participated in the most Super Bowl games? Patriots. Yeah. Excuse me. Eric, need Patriots. Sean, Patriots. <laughs> Sean, you got to step up here. <laughs> what famous jeweler makes the Lombardi trophy? Eric, Tiffany's. I didn't. I'm not. I that was a big thing when when. Of course, you know Gronk. You worked at the freaking Hall of Fame, so you do know that. I do, but I know this because of Gronk when he broke the trophy and Tom Brady and him broke the trophy in Tampa Bay. They put a dent in it. The one girl whose dad, granddad, designed it or whatever got all butthurt about it. <sighs> okay, Sean. I promise this isn't rigged. It is. He looks at these before you. No, honestly, I just found these like as we were. Yeah, you were with we us came. when she found them. Not true. I was never here. Oh, <laughs> all right. There are two cities for this one. Uh, if you can give me one, I'll give you the point. If you give me another one, I'll give you a bonus point. What two cities have hosted the most Super Bowl? Eric. One's Glendale, Arizona. I think. I think I was first. I want to challenge. Can we go back to the tape? I'll run it back. I will concede. I did challenge. We went back and checked. It was a direct tie. So because Sean. Tie goes to the runner. Well, because you're losing, I'll give you the. Oh, <laughs> how rich. Okay. I feel like one's Glendale, Arizona, and one's, I want to say Miami. You did get one. Okay. It was Miami. Yes. And New Orleans. Yes. Hey, he doesn't get a point. That Why was, don't die? Because that, that was for a bonus point. That's true. Give me the bonus point. <laughs> I got it right. Okay. Um, who won the Super Bowl the year of the infamous wardrobe malfunction? Oh, was it Eric Buccaneers? Incorrect. Son of a bitch. What year was it? Ah, shit. Is it? Is it? Is it easy? I think so. I feel like, is it the Patriots? Yes. <laughs> I was off by a year. 2003, not 2002. Okay. Damn it. There are five teams that are correct. I will give you a point for each one you get. Sean, I'm doing this for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what teams have only ever won one Super Bowl? Ooh. You got to buzz in. Are you buzzing in or am I? I'm not ready yet. I'm going to go, okay, Sean, have won one Super Bowl. I think the Titans have won one. No, I'm wrong right away. That's not on my list. No, Eric Bears, they've won one. That is That is correct. So now there are four points up for grabs. Seattle? No, they've won that two. That is correct. No, they, they lost the one I'm thinking yeah. of. You're right. So now there are three teams up for grabs. Three points. The Bears and the Seahawks. Eric, the Dolphins. That is incorrect. They won two. Damn it. Eric, the Jets. That is correct. There are two more teams up for grabs. One was quite recent. One was quite recent, not a not a recent win, but should be recent in your mind. Uh, yesterday, <clears throat> they won two. Not the opposing team. Eagles. Yes. 
Oh, yeah, because they lost. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And one has a terrible fan base. One of Sean's terrible fan bases. The, the Cowboys? We already said that one, Shauna. Yeah. Shauna. Oh, uh, <laughs> one is rumored to have Aaron Rodgers be going there. The Raiders? No. No. Nope. Raiders or Jets? I said the Jets already. I said the Jets. <laughs> Which one did we not say? <laughs> what did we say already? We said the Eagles, Jets, Bears, Bears, and Seahawks. Eric, the Saints. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I tried to get that one for you. <laughs> I was not keeping close score. Very good. All right. What NFL QB legend never got a Super Bowl ring? Yeah, Dan Marino. Yeah, of course it's Dan Marino. All right. Well, Eric clearly won. No, double points. All I right. don't think it would matter. Oh, oh, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Why are you rooting so hard against me? Well, because you win so hard. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Whoever gets whoever gets this answer the closest gets that many points. What the fuck? Yeah, okay, you ready? No! Yeah. I'm protesting. Are you ready? No! Eric, she makes the rules. I make the rules. I can do whatever I want. This is ridiculous. How much do Americans spend on beer for Super Bowl Sunday? Like as a collective, by the way. Oh, so not I'm like protesting. There's no way. <laughs> this is nonsense. No, I double. I more than doubled his score. Okay, you might get it right. You can protest all you want. She makes the rules. Yeah, exactly. This is this my. Is this is my game show. This, is, this is like. This is a. You drew like a wicked wango card, and it's like, ooh, <laughs> we we're mixing it up. So whoever wins gets this many points. So it's going to be an over under. Whoever gets closest. Price is right rules. What's that? Where you can't go over? No, you can go over. Okay. It's who's whoever's closest. You're winning. You can go first. No, after <laughs> you. All right. We got to do heads or tails. So pick heads or tails. Tails. Siri, flip a coin. It's tails. That <laughs> means he goes first. No, that means I get to pick. That you means he first. gets to pick. So you go first. Come on. As a collective? Yep, as Americans, as a collective. Oh, Americans. $53 million. Ooh. Ooh. I gotta go over. So, what are you guessing? I'm going, I thought it was just over. Well, just give me a guess. If oh. you're going over, just pick I'm something. going 65. Million? Yeah. Yeah, it's like 60, isn't it? It's 1.3 billion. So oh. Sean gets 1.3 <laughs> billion points and he now wins. Woo! Woo! Bullshit. Thanks for playing Sean's game show. I am I right right now? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, Eric. We know you're that was a fair and square win I had up until that <laughs> nonsense of the scoring. That was a domination. That was nine to four for those of you keeping track at home. Okay, well, now Sean just won by 1.3 <laughs> billion points. Yeah. yeah. So suck it, Eric. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's my game show. I can you, do whatever you, I want. You should lose after that low guess. 
Yeah. 53 million? <laughs> Come on. 55 million? It's still closer than you. This is rigged. <laughs> it is rigged, but I don't care. That's fun. That's, I just that's okay, the whole point of the this. The reason is just to why piss you off. because Sean looks so sad when he loses, and I can't do that. So if you look, just get a sadder face. Bullshit. It is now. The record is now two to three, <laughs> and Sean wins by a billion. Unreal. Suck it. All right, let's go to our draft. Huh. So this week's draft in. <laughs> In spirit of the Super Bowl. Eric's so mad. He's so mad right now. So his face is red. Yep. He's, tr he's trying not to be mad. If he didn't have mad. the big headphones on, his ears would be red too. Oh, yeah. Probably. They're probably already red underneath. Just, you know, ear sweat. But So this week. <laughs> Gross. This week's draft in, in light of the Super Bowl being two of the worst fan bases collectively. We decided to do a draft of the worst. Fan bases in sports. I got the first pick, and I went with the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs fans. They are just the worst. Yeah. Why? They're just obnoxious, and plus Jackson Mahomes and and Brittany Mahomes are part of that. So, gotta that that instantly qualifies them. <laughs> but just all of them are bad. Okay. My next. You're next. Yep. You're next. I'm taking Dallas Cowboy fans. That is a very good pick. Can I ask why? Because Dallas, them boys. Dallas hasn't been relevant since the 80s. That's true, and they always think they're relevant every right. year. Yeah. We them boys. Yeah. Um, My first pick is the Eagles. Why, Shauna? Because <laughs> they burned <laughs> stuff down. Did they Scary. burn stuff down? Last yeah, time? they did. Yeah. They were big mad. They were big mad, and they, like, looted. Like, they, they just go nuts, and it's like... I get that you're passionate about your team, man, but, like, it's not your city's fault, I guess. Right. And then I'm going to back that up with the Vikings fans. Uh, when we went to that Vikings game with skull. the Packers. School. Yeah, that stupid skull thing. And honestly, that when we went to the Packer game this in December, was that December? Mm -hmm. January yeah, 1st. January 1st. Oh, yeah, January 1st. Um, the Vikings fans we sat around, like... And I'm sure Packer fans do it too, but they just got so discouraged and so like they sat down. They like were like they were big sad. They yeah, met, they, were, they sad. were they were so angry that like we were like cheering and happy. And this one dude kept eyeballing me. So yeah, Eagles or Eagles and Vikings. That's my first. All right, Sean, back to you. I'm going to Yankee fans. Another great pick. Yeah. Another very relevant like irrelevancy. Right. Think they're great every year. Haven't won since '09. Right. Always pay big money for everybody and hard. doesn't work for anything. They'll just have the highest all time payroll every year and right. not do anything with it. Right. Which is just crazy. All right. So that brings it back to me. Notre Dame football fans. And I I there was a time in my life where I liked Notre Dame football and I respect the history, don't get me wrong, but they are just a different kind of crazy when it comes to being obnoxious and again once it comes you know with these last really few picks we've talked about bordering bordering on irrelevancy most years right and especially with notre dame they'll think they have a good year because they don't play anybody the first five weeks of the season and they don't play in a conference so then they go and play a, one of the big boys get their asses kicked at least twice a year 
when they make a big run or they'll make a college football playoff push or a big bowl game and just get beat down. So that was my second pick. My third pick are Knicks fans, uh, strictly for the reason of how they assume they're going to get every free agent. Because at this point in the league, like the NBA, the Garden has lost its its luster. luster. Because I mean, opponents love playing in the Garden because they're probably going to win. Mm-hmm. And the owners just kind of yeah, the owners are terrible. They put no actual effort into their fan base. No. And the fans, I guess they kind of, you know, they have reason to be mad. Don't get me wrong. But then again, anytime there's a big name free agent, they just assume that they're going to be a Nick because they want to be a Nick. And they don't really have that great of a history, if you really think about it. No. If they don't play in Madison Square Garden, there's no allure to go there. No, not at all. All right, me next? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go Duke basketball. A little sore about this one. This one hurts a little bit. But it's true. Yeah, Duke basketball fans are kind of assholes. Mm-hmm. Especially with Coach K being gone. I just right. like, it's not the same. No. No, he was at least there to keep them in line and a little bit. And... Well, he made them relevant. They're not even ranked right now. Right, exactly. So that's where I'm going next. All right, Sharn. Um, my third pick is the Miami Heat. And why is that? Mm, I read in an article that they were the number one worst fan base. So I picked them. Well, probably when LeBron and D Wade and Bosch were all all there, and then they left at the. Oh yeah, they and they tried to get that back. That was, in. and then they tried to get back. They tried in. to get back in as uh, Ray Allen hit the three to right. tie the game. Or was it to tie the game or to put them up? Tie the game because then it went in overtime. That's right. Yeah, so that's what I read. So that's kind of crappy. And then Red Sox fans. I like the Red Sox. Ugh. Their fans are kind of their fans. All of, all of Boston, Boston sports yeah, mass holes. That would yeah. Which that's one, too, that I think we forgot was Patriot fans. Yeah. yeah. That's another one. Well, now but. that they don't have Tom Brady, maybe they're not so. No, they're still. They're still. Oh. All right. What am I? What am I? At? You're at four. Pick number four. Oh, Bear fans. Duh, this fans. kind of another one just entails the whole city. Yeah. Because you could drag Cub fans into this, too. Because they were relevant for, what, three years? years? Two years, three years. And then Milwaukee like broke their franchise twice. Right. right. They weren't relevant for a hundred years. With a few exceptions because of the curse. You look at the black cat that went across on uh, Ron Santo and you had the other one, uh, the Bartman curse. Yep, Steve Bartman. All right. My last two picks, probably an unpopular opinion on the show, but Packer fans pissed me off. Like yes, just you've told you've told us this plenty of times. I know. Packers Twitter. Packers Twitter, Packer fans just all the same. We are, and I would say we are probably are an obnoxious fan base. Like, there's, I don't think there's much of a debate over that, like, objectively speaking. Um, our quarterback wouldn't be going staying in the dark. We're not doing that yet, Shauna. We're not doing that <laughs> Is yet. Is it not my time yet? Not yet. <laughs> not my time? Not nuggy time yet. And then all right. uh, my last pick, and I'm kind of sad about this because I completely forgot about one of the big ones, but is what it is. I'm going with Pittsburgh Penguins fans. Just the worst fans in hockey. Not as bad as Capital fans. We have nothing to be fans about. We have one championship with the greatest hockey player of all time. No. <clears throat> so that's my last pick. Pittsburgh Penguins fans. All right, my last pick. I'm going Laker fans. That one hurts too. Because they're pretty much all celebrities that just want to get shown up at the game. That's fair. That's pretty much all it is. That's fair. 
All right, Sean, the last pick. My last pick, St. Louis Cardinals. I'm so mad at myself that I let this one go. Um, I, can't, I can't believe you let this one go. Did you know that they invented baseball? They think they did. That's what I'm saying. Best fans in baseball. That's what they call themselves. Best the best fans, fans in baseball. They're terrible. Awful. All right. Anyway, so that's our that's our draft segment for the week. So yeah, good draft. Bullshit trivia. Here we are. Oh, don't you're uh, so butthurt about the trivia. <laughs> I don't like losing. He's gonna be butthurt for like a week. Yep. Yeah, till next week when I have to when I have to try to tie it back up. So Keeping my lead. Well, maybe make a better guess at the end. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, major loser. Whatever, so, McDonald's worker. See? Oh, <laughs> that's her. Okay. Eric says that all the time, and I've never heard that. See? That was, like, from 10 years ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> this wasn't, like, a recent thing, but... um, Anyway... So trip around state of Wisconsin, uh, Badger basketball continues to be f- annoying. Yep. Very this awful. is this is probably the most annoyed I've ever been at a college basketball team because they're just so inconsistent. And I know we've talked about it on the show before, but I hate watching the last two, five minutes of a Badger game mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it becomes you go from one of the greatest offenses in college basketball, the swing offense, to Chucky Hepburn hero ball, and I don't know. Like, I, I, I legitimately want to know what Greg Gard, like, what he's coaching in those timeouts. He probably isn't. They called the timeout on Saturday's game. They were up by 17 at one point in the second half, choke the lead away, and decide that coming out of a timeout, the best play is to have Checky Hepburn, I think, like, eight feet behind the three point line, shoot up a three at the buzzer, miss, and go to overtime and then lose by 10 in OT. Yeah, it's just stupid. Just ridiculous at this point. So, at least like Green Bay, you know the Green Bay men, they just lose. They just lose, <laughs> and they're going to more than like I shouldn't say for sure because they still have to go through the interview process. But they are more than likely going to have a brand new head coach next year, and a brand new system, brand new everything going in on that. Which, by the way, if you haven't checked out the Back to the Roots video podcast with me and Justin, it's on YouTube. Be sure to check that out. It's also on our Facebook and social media pages. So check that out. Um, we talked pretty heavily about the coaching search for the Green Bay Phoenix of who they should look at. Now, since that uh, episode we recorded last week, Wednesday, have kind of thought back, and I don't necessarily think Gary Gresh, that's the current St. Norbert coach, is maybe that number one guy. Uh, I think that might be kind of past the point because it, it seems like he may be close to retirement so he can watch his his daughter play at Madison um in a couple of years here so maybe maybe not but joe krabenhoff still remains a great option for me the badgers assistant coach former badger basketball player himself i think that's a great idea a great look um and then you have some of the butler or not the butler the bradley assistants who used to be on the staff with brian wardle so be sure to check that out Justin and i have some good picks there we talk high school college, or high school hoops as well previewing the girls sectionals coming up which they haven't even started regionals, but they had the seed drawing this last weekend. So be sure to check that out as well. And plenty of good conversation about the world of sports. Another episode coming out. Uh, we'll record it Wednesday, Thursday night. Big guest this week in the state of Wisconsin, high school hoops. So be sure to check that out as well. Anyway, 
Big guest? Guest. Oh. Guest. We have another interview coming up. Um, I'm not going to reveal who yet. It's going to be a little bit of a surprise, but a bigger name in the world of Wisconsin high school girls basketball. Cool. Stay tuned. Be sure to stay tuned. Um, So that's college basketball. Also, quick shot. I didn't get to do this in my my root force. I had forgotten about this, but Kiefer Sykes is balling in the G League right now. Is he? Didn't see that. He's been, I think, the last five or six games, 20-plus points, player of the game. Uh, the Motor City Crews are on a on a heater right now. I think they've so won three they, or four straight Pistons affiliate. Yeah, Pistons, okay. Um, unfortunately, they do not have any more games against Wisconsin Herd at home anyway. So, so Otherwise, you'd go? I would go. Love me some Keeper Sykes. So that is the G League talk. Uh, NBA trade deadline last week. Crazy trade. Crazy deadline. trade deadline. Uh, first, the Buck. We'll talk the Bucks moves because we're mm-hmm. Wisconsin-based podcast. Uh, Jay Crowder officially coming back to Milwaukee. Love that trade. I don't necessarily love the the, the give up for it. I don't love giving up five second round picks. I'm okay with all the players they gave up. Jordan Rawa, whatever. wasn't right. He was a scorer, but he wasn't a good defender. Serge Ibaka wasn't playing. He didn't want to be here. And you can live without George Hill. Right, exactly. You got Grayson Allen that'll that can cover everything that George Hill did, and and then some. And he was, I think, he was more so just that veteran presence. That sure, but you got that, liked. and so much more in Jay Crowder. Right. Um. So I was, I love that trade for the Bucks. I think that's a very much reminds me of the PJ Tucker trade that led to the championship a couple years ago. A yep. little, a little bit better on top of it too. Mm-hmm. I think Jay Crowder is a better pickup than yeah. PJ Tucker. Might not much be better as, shooter. Yeah, might not be as good on defense but still pretty big, damn close pretty damn close yeah <clears throat> so that was the bucks trade but across the nba just a wild trade deadline and usually i mean you can kind of the nba trade deadline is very hit or miss some years you get like this year or 2018's trade deadline uh where the when lebron was still with the Cavs, and they basically had a whole new roster at the end of the day right they traded everybody except him and kevin love it seemed mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. um but yeah, so LA made some moves for the Lakers. They went and they finally got rid of Westbrook, which I was very happy about as a Lakers LeBron fan. Um, also, Pat Beverly out the door brought back uh, D'Angelo Russell, which I think is a very weird move. Very weird move. Uh, simply just for the fact of how his he got very. The Lakers chose Nick Young. Over at D'Angelo Russell when that whole yeah. locker room heat was going on with the Iggy Azalea Nick Young relationship. Right, that didn't make any sense. But I love me some Swaggy P though. I miss that guy. I miss him being relevant. He was yeah. He was only relevant because of that. But he was a pretty good shooter. He's got one of the all-time gifts of him turning around, thinking he made a three, and it bouncing out the rim. Right, but that's what you remember him for. What do you remember him for otherwise? Uh, the quote that he doesn't put tattoos on his right arm, or he only puts tattoos on his left arm because his right arm is strictly for buckets. That's a quote. <laughs> of course it is. That's something you would know. Right. <laughs> this is stupid. It is very stupid. I don't deny that one bit. But all seriousness, cry to the Lakers for really uh, getting did, a younger roster did, in. Did they and, really get better, though? I think so. Which also, if we're going to talk about the Lakers, because we, we didn't get a chance to talk about this, we talked about the lead up to it. 
LeBron James going off at 38 to break the scoring record. Yeah, but they still lost the game. Yeah, because he was... quit. Because he got injured. He quit. He got injured. He quit on his team. He got injured. He hasn't played since that game. He quit on his team. The rest of his team sucked. And he was injured. He had to get a, a CT scared. Not a CT. An MRI on his foot. He's got a foot injury, Sean. Lane Johnson played for the whole postseason with a torn labrum. That's great. And you're you're telling me LeBron can't play? This isn't the postseason yet. This is the regular season. Okay. Whatever. Leave it to you to to hate on LeBron breaking the all time scoring record after he that's, put up thirty six. That's, that's all everybody's going to talk about forever. He didn't win the game. How do how do you? You have so you have thirty eight. You break the scoring record. He broke the record, but he didn't win. Right? Yeah. Because what a loser! Is, his team is awful. What a that loser! Old, the old Lakers roster was awful. Take down the LeBron picture. What a loser! The Lakers were awful, and I think they're much better now. They're a lot younger, a lot faster. They're oh. not any better. We'll see. They stayed right where they needed to be, or right where they are. I think. That's a conversation. We'll see as how that plays out. I, I disagree. Of course you do, because you're a LeBron fan. Oh, I think they made a lot of good moves. I liked the moves they made. Because I think Russell Westbrook, I always want to say Westbrook, because he's just bad, um, is a very inefficient player. Pat Beverly was very inefficient as well. And they just didn't have, they had a very old, slow roster that just wasn't up to the par of the Western Conference. The Western Conference is the worst conference. No. Maybe, but you still have to, if they're not up to par with the rest of the West, and if it is the worst conference, you have, you have, you have the best player in the league, and you're still the 13th seed? 12. Oof. Ooh. Well, you've had a lot of guys injured, a.k.a. Anthony Davis, who doesn't ever seem to play. LeBron took, LeBron took way worse teams to the playoffs. Yeah, he's almost 40 years old, and he's still scoring 30-plus a game. He's just one man, Sean. He's just one man. Oh, now it's, he's just one man. Right. Now... I always said that. Yeah, his team was bad before, but now he's just one man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same conversation. Eric, you... Okay, whatever. <laughs> just move on. <laughs> In the nicest way possible, dear... You get so enamored with these sports people that you can't see their faults. LeBron doesn't have faults. He's a he, trash human being. Oh, those <laughs> are fight words in this house, John. He's the greatest basketball player of all time. I okay. He's the top one of the top two of all time. One A, one A, one B. One A. Still one A, one B. Sure, but he's a trash human being. See, what did LeBron do? He's not, you, he's not sure he's he's a very outspoken person he has some bad opinions on things but you can't say he's a trash human being with all the things he's done for like the i believe school and all the fundraising and and donations he's done doesn't matter i think it does matter he's got so much money he could be doing way more there's so much more he could be doing for everybody or for 
LA for Cleveland for anything. Yeah, but he's just a person, Sean. He does so much already. Defend, defend, <laughs> defend, defend. Well, if you're going to hate on the guy because he's giving a couple million dollars and said, oh, he could give a few more million dollars. Is that is that really the argument at this point? Oh, he only gave five. He could do ten. Could he? Probably. Would it hurt him? Probably not. Got to draw the line somewhere, though. I don't know that you do. Well, otherwise you're not going to have anything. Because it's always it's always oh, going to be the conversation. Because Michael Jordan doesn't have anything right now. It's always going to be the conversation. Oh, he only did ten million. Well, why don't you do twenty? Haters gonna hate. Oh god. I'm just gonna shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Taylor Swift. I was gonna see which one of you guys has the worst reaction. Sean's just silent. Right. Sean is laughing, so I think I hit my mark. I'm pretty oh, proud of that. I call you okay, out on move here. on to the next team. Um no, gonna you... mention Oh, we're still talking basketball team. Yeah. Okay. Gonna mention Frank Kaminsky got moved. He is no longer with the the Hawks, I think he was part of. Now he's with the Rockets. Or no idea. He's either no longer with the Rockets, but with the Hawks, or he's no longer with the Hawks, and he's with the Rockets. I think it was. I think he went Hawks to Rockets because the Rockets are the worst team in the NBA right now. Right. Thirteen forty-two. I think their record was last I looked. Sure. Which is disastrous. Um. So. Then the Suns in Brooklyn. Brooklyn trade for yep. Kevin, Dur- Kevin Durant. Durant gets moved to the Suns, which also in line kind of helps out with the the Bucks trade to get Jay Crowder yep. because he was part of the return package to Brooklyn, um, which makes me really wonder what the Suns wanted just straight up for him. If oh, you couldn't get Crowder? the deal done, yeah. right? The fact that they had to get that deal done with Brooklyn, not but not maybe Phoenix. maybe they had to throw him in with the uh, for sal- uh, salary, salary cap yeah, and stuff. Probably. Um, that'd make more more sense than anything, right? And I think we talked about the Kyrie to the Mavs last week when we yep. when we had talked about it. I can't think of any any other ones off the top of my head, really. Ah, uh, any big guys? Yeah, nothing phenomenal, nothing record breaking. Shauna is oh Shauna, let's let's have you interject here because the look on your face looks like you want to talk. Oh, I was just looking at the the commercial we just. The, yeah, I know. Nikki, Nikki Bella the commercial. Nikki Bella says I do. Oh, I just I want to watch that. Is that one gonna be on? Who's she marrying? I don't, I don't know. know. But I'm trying to look it up. Let's let's. Uh, I'm blink. I'm on a Candy Crush heater. I cannot look it up right now. Is it is it the dude from Dancing with the Stars? Let's look it up because we can talk some wrestling. We can definitely talk some wrestling on this show. Elimination Chamber this weekend. Elimination Chamber this weekend. Heck We've had. Yeah. Just an incredible storytelling with, uh, again, the whole bloodline thing. Um, another spectacular night. What's your thought on the bloodline, Sean? I I the, really think that the better match at Mania would be Sammy against Cody than Roman so? against Cody. I think so. Yeah, Artem, that's a lot of vowels. I'm not even going to pronounce that because it's going to come out way wrong. But yes, it's Dancing with the Stars guy. The Dancing with the Stars guy? Okay. Yeah, Artem. Artem. Okay. But go ahead. Sorry. Um, I think Sammy against Cody would be the better match at WrestleMania because Roman doesn't need the title to be relevant. And if you give Sammy this win in Montreal, in his hometown, 
the roof is going to just explode off that building. It would. Do you think that's what they're setting up for, though? I don't think so. But, what? okay, what would be the difference if Sammy and Cody is going to be a better wrestling match? It would be a better match, but you don't have any story with it. What do you... Why? Because what's... So you're you're turning... So you could make Cody into kind of a heel because you know Roman's going to leave for, to do Hollywood at well, some point here. So you problem. need another big heel. Yeah, but I don't think Cody's that... The whole, the whole story with Cody coming back to WWE is because he wants to continue the Rhodes legacy, the Dusty Rhodes legacy, the okay. winning it for his dad. And I just don't think you can make him into an effective heel. He's a very effective heel, like when he was in AEW, New Japan, the whole thing with the Bullet Club. Don't get me wrong. He's very effective as a heel character. I just don't think it makes sense for a story because you're going to... If you're going, because the ultimate thing here is he's probably going to win a championship. Either way, he's winning at WrestleMania, probably, right? Right. right. So if you are going to put a belt or the belts on Sami Zayn, who is one of the most over characters in WWE right now, Mm -hmm. you are going to have a very pissed off fan base come Mania, and you're going to lose all of that quote unquote goodwill that you have with Cody Rhodes coming back and the whole story of him coming back. So if that's your path, if you if if the path is to get put the belt on Cody at WrestleMania, I think it has to be Roman because the whole storytelling, the the you know, his literal entrance song is wrestling has more than one royal family. That's been the whole bloodline. You know, they're they're thinking they're the the royal family, which also ironically with the whole McMahon Triple H thing, too. But you can look at that fallout. It, It writes itself. Yeah, but just look at what Dan O'Brien did. What in what was that? Twenty fourteen. Sure. When it was Daniel Bryan against Triple or well, no, it wasn't Triple H. It was against Batista and Randy Orton. It's you could run this same thing. What? Why? And that look at how that worked compared to. See the the ultimate thing for me though, like looking at where this story is. Is Sammy doesn't have the long-term booking with it because once, you know, even if he, let's just say he wins this, right? You have virtually no thought that he's, that Cody, he could be Cody. Because that basically guarantees Cody's winning. Does it? I would think so. Because who's Sam, I mean, he's going to. Cody, Cody can be your, can be your, how do I want to say this? If Sammy beats Cody. Is it really going to make a difference at Mania? I just, I don't see where you go from there, though. You could go anywhere. You could put, you could go Kevin Owens again, put championship on Kevin Owens. You, you could have so many different feuds rather than Roman Reigns versus everybody. It would actually be a good match, good wrestling match. It wouldn't, I don't care about the storytelling. The story doesn't need the, we got to get back to the wrestling aspect of this. And I think that's what Triple H is trying to get to is the wrestling aspect. Because Roman doesn't need the title to be relevant. No. Once again, he's like the he's like Cena, he's like The Rock, anything anything like that. He doesn't need the title to be relevant. And if he's going to just be this part-time guy, what would be the difference if Sammy wins at Elimination Chamber? Cody beats him at Mania. It's still Cody getting the title. 
Yeah, but you you you're in a position where Cody could be your face of your company for a long time coming forward here. Okay. So if you're gonna if that's if that's the route you want to go, because I think there's something to be said about when you look at the championship, yes, I'm very much over Roman Reigns having both belts. I think one at the very least one of them needs to come off of him. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're gonna, you know, one thing they could do is have Sammy win this weekend and then have Paul Heyman be like, actually. Right. I've seen, I, I've yeah. seen that. Which I don't know if I love that, but I could see that being a pretty good way to play it out. Put the SmackDown belt on on Sammy and then leave Cody on Raw and have it go that way. So I think that'd be the the route if they're going to go that way. But at the same time, if you're going to have Cody be your your face of your brand, right? Especially given that we don't know, you know, we know it's probably going to be sold, but we don't know to who it's going to be sold to yet. So if Cody's going to be the face of your company in a sale, in a big business transaction time frame, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you want him to go the heel route when you currently have a heel and he's, you're going to have him beat one of the most organically over people. That That's where I'm just looking at this critically. I would love to see, I, don't get me wrong, I would love to see Sammy win. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'd be very interesting. But I also don't think Sammy needs to win that either. Because I think, what I think is actually going to be the better come out of this is how they treat this Jey Uso-Sammy Roman situation that we saw play right. out on SmackDown. So, so, can we have Roman against Jey Uso at Mania? I'd be okay with that. But does it need to be for a belt? Once again. I think it should. I, I will say I think it should be for the sense of splitting the belts. I don't know. And I, just, I don't know how to get there. Yeah, I, I agree with you splitting the belts. I could definitely see the whole Paul Heyman thing coming out saying, oh, it was just for the one belt. It wasn't for right. both belts. But I just don't know how to get there organically, like and not we, feel we, it be forced. And we could give Sammy a run with this for what is it? Basically, a month three, and a half, two yeah, months. Two months. See what happens. It's the same thing with Kofi. It was the same thing with Dan O'Brien. I mean, we've had we've had enough of it, and with Triple H running this stuff now, I think you could have you could have a lot or so many good matches. I think you could too. Like I said, I think the most important thing is to somehow split them. And I just I'm trying to figure out how to like I said organically do it. And I think the other part that we're kind of not thinking about is those matches the Daniel Bryan, the Kofi, even the Big E all happened at Mania. So the fact that we're at that pay-per-view before, but it's Sammy's hometown. Right. It's Canada. It's the same thing as Edge winning, edge beating Cena in Canada, or CM Punk at or CM in Chicago. Punk in Chicago. The same, it's the same thing. Like that, the reaction that the crowd is gonna have. Yeah, your pop if is Sammy gonna wins is gonna make it worth it. Even if Sammy goes and goes loses it next night, sure, he could. I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't make that big of a difference. I think just that that pop in Montreal, right. I suppose I, I agree, and like I said, I think they need to split it, but I just don't know how to do it. Shauna, what do you think of the bloodline situation and the Roman Reigns situation? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I think Roman's got to... Something's got to give here. Roman's got to be done. 
Uh, I just remembered I have some responsibilities. I gotta go to Walmart and get Valentine's for my kids. So I'm gonna <laughs> dip. Okay, so before we do that, do you want to get your quick nugget in here? Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers sucks. <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing about Aaron Rodgers. This is exactly what he wanted. He wants everyone to be talking about him every single week. And I think it's just absolute garbage. And I think he just needs to be gone. That's all. Goodbye. All right. Bye, Shauna. See ya. So that's Shauna's nuggy. As she parts ways and goes and does some teacherly things. But yeah, just, just to kind of put a bow on our conversation because she had that, she had to get that out. Um, I'm really curious on how they're going to what they're going to do with Jey Uso. Yeah. And because you saw on SmackDown this Friday how it was very pointed towards him aligning with Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. But it seems, you know, the the typical way of doing things would probably be that's where he turns on him and the whole bloodline stands strong. Roman wins and they do something to Sami or it's a uh, Sammy wins by disqualification, doesn't get the belt, or you know they just take turns right. beating the shit out of him or whatever. But at the same time, you know, you think about it, it's like this would be the perfect way to really kind of end this three-year storyline that they've had running, which has been incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, the starting with the main event Jay at Hell in a Cell a couple years back, and the I Quit match yep. that started the Bloodline. It would be the ultimate culmination of, like I said, just about three years worth of put together story and and tag team and seeing it all fall apart. It'd be great. Um, I I don't like Sammy not winning clean though. I think Sammy needs to win clean. He either needs to win clean or lose clean. If right, because otherwise that's just going to postpone things and yeah, and then you're at a real problem of what you're going to do at Mania. Right. Although that would be a clean way to separate the belts, though, too. Mm-hmm. And then you but could. I just, I, I just feel like it's got to be clean. Yeah, and I agree, but I, I think that's, that's the way to make people think about it. In that way, when the turn doesn't happen, if they're going to go that route, because it, it seems so obvious, right? Right. That it's going to be a, a turn of some sort, and the family's going to reign strong or whatever. Because are the Usos in a tag matchup? They aren't technically well. When you get into the whole off the real life aspect, Jimmy can't go because he got the DUI. Oh, that's right. Um, on SmackDown at the end of the show, Heyman told Jay that they both or told Jimmy that they both need to stay because Roman says they both have to stay home. Mm. So I think that's kind of the way of of doing that storyline wise. Gotcha. But technically, I think Jay could go in. Jimmy can't though. Gotcha. So again, that's kind of where it's kind of curious: is is Jay gonna fall in line, or mm-hmm. is Jay gonna show up? Is Solo going to be there? Who knows? The writers do, but we mm-hmm. don't. Right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so back to the world of football. Or do you want to talk a little bit of baseball first? Because we could go a little bit of uh, pitchers and catchers report this week on Thursday. World Baseball Classic in a couple weeks. A lot of Brewer representation across all the world teams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, first of all, the only member of Team USA, I believe, is Devin Williams. Yep. He will be America's closer. Right. Which is just an awesome sentence to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Because wasn't wasn't the last time Hater was a closer or no? 
no hater i think i think hater that was still kind of before he made his his rise because the last world baseball classic was 17 oh was it i thought it was four years ago yeah they do it five okay because it's, it's always like an odd year Gotcha. Or it feels like because that was when Team USA, the Adam Jones catches um, that shocked everybody. And the, yep. they upset the DR right. in the semifinals. Trying to find the list of of all <laughs> the Team USA or the World um, Baseball Classic rosters. And this is going to. Oh, here we go. Come on, put them through the table. So the Brewers have a total. One of the larger representations, but very, again, only Devin Williams with Team USA. Um, you've got William Adamas playing shortstop for the Dominican Republic. Uh, prospect Victor Castaneda as a pitcher for Mexico. Alex Claudio will be with uh, Puerto Rico. Sal Freilich playing for the Italian team. Javi Guerra playing with Panama. Alex Hall playing for Australia. Baseball Matt Hardy playing for Panama. Baseball Matt Hardy. Uh, Joel Payampas, another prospect. Looks like he's playing for the DR. Uh, Carlos Rodriguez playing for... I'm not sure who NCA is. Nicaragua? Maybe. We're going to go with that. Robert Stock playing for Israel. Roddy Telez playing for Mexico. Abraham Toro, newly acquired... Uh, playing for Team Canada. Luis Urias playing for Mexico. Something Italian. Uh, one of the pitchers. And then again, Devin <laughs> Williams playing. It's, it looks like Michelle Vassilotti. But I don't want to butcher that, even though I just did. Right. So I'm maybe it's Michael. Maybe it is Michelle. I, I don't know. Michelle. Uh, Vassilotti. I'm going to say that's probably V-A-S-S-A-L-O-T-T-I. Vassilotti. Mm, sounds about right. And then again, Devin Williams, America's closer. Um, I do not love the hats. I don't know if you've seen the. I have not seen the hats. Yet. The hats. They, the Team USA ones, I think actually are one of the better ones. A lot of them look like just grown up versions of Little League World Series hats. Well, that's pretty much what it is. That's also true. So, um, but I don't have to like it. Let me see. If I, here's the uh, the graphic of what they all look like. So I'll let Sean look at the obviously not a great podcast recording segment here. Oh, yeah, it's, but it's totally Little League World Series upgrades. But I do like the USA one. It should be Group C, the first oh, one on the right. I don't know if I love the flags on the side, though. I think if it was just the, the yeah, letter or whatever. Of, all of them have the flags. In, so. Right. I understand that. China one's pretty cool with the dragon. That was one of the cooler ones. Um, Canada's with the maple leaf. Because they kind of have like the US, like the... Mm -hmm. They got a maple leaf instead of the star. Yeah. Hmm. Australia one looks like the Oakland Athletics. Netherlands has a crown. That's pretty cool. But like all, the, they're very all, the other, all the other ones are just... yeah Block letter. <laughs> like you created a hat for your... Like your create a player or something like that. Right. Like some of like again, some of them are really cool. Other ones are just they're it's like I said, it's very hit or miss. Right. 
I don't hate the Mexico one. Though. I kind of like the the cur like the old Mariners logo. That it's pretty much exactly like the Little League World Series. It is. One. It is. Don't get me wrong. It definitely is. But um, I don't. I think the worst one is probably the Great Britain one, which yeah. I didn't even know they had a team. No. I mean, Wonder who their most famous guy is. <laughs> I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna, gonna try go to find now? their their World Baseball Classic roster. So what would be from England that would be a baseball player? See, I'm kind of curious on how that works. Where because like, I mean, there's a lot. I think it's like just very loose lineage. Like I don't think it's like a parent that was born there. I don't think you have to be from there. It's kind of one of those things where you're not good enough to be on the U.S. Kinda. Olympic team, so you join the Great Britain team. Kinda type thing. Alex Webb's on this team on the Great Britain roster. Uh, Giants. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, that might be about. Well, that's the pitchers. <laughs> um, this is a struggle. I Trace Thompson plays okay. for the Dodgers yep. infielder yep. or outfielder. Clay, Clay Thompson's brother. Yeah, he's playing for Great Britain for some reason. Huh. Um, I don't even know any of their coaches, to be honest. Like, their managers, are there any of their bench coaches or anything? These are... This is rough. Drew Spencer is their manager, and he is pictured... Huh. He's actually... He's not even pictured with, like, a, like, an MLB hat. He's got his Great Britain hat on, so... I have no idea who most of these people are. Um... Just trying to look to see if there's any Chavez Young as an outfielder for them. He's got a Blue Jays hat on. Nope, got nothing. Um, yeah, this is a this is an odd roster. Mm-hmm. Not a great. The, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yep. we've got Team USA coming up. Uh, I believe games will get underway for that towards the middle of March, beginning of March. Beginning. Um. Oh, what the hell? I might as well figure out when exactly this is. <laughs> but, but very, I'm I'm actually very excited for the World Baseball yeah, Classic. It should be fun. Um, it, is it, it, go ahead. They're the people who are or the guys that are going to this are skipping scrim. Bah, they go scrim initially. Training. That's it's starting a little earlier this year because of the World Baseball Classic, and then <clears throat> they don't put like a true pause on mm-hmm. for it, but they they kind of do. If that makes sense. Okay. Uh, games. The first game will be the Cuba versus the Netherlands on March 7th. So not too far away. The Team USA's first game uh, will be. Apparently, it's not on that part of the website. Their website kind of sucks. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like, it's an MLB.com portion, but it's it's not great. Maybe it's you. Never. Very well could be. They're Pool C, so I think that's Phoenix. Yes. Team USA will play their first game against Great Britain on Saturday, March 11th. That being a 6 or 7 o'clock Mountain Time. So was that 8 o'clock here? Yeah, 8 o'clock yeah. here on does not have TV coverage. But Where are they playing? Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. So the pool, there's four pools of play. It is Miami, Phoenix, uh, Taichung, and Tokyo. And then they'll I, the championship game I believe is played here or the the elimination rounds are oh, played here. Okay. Um, so yeah, very exciting. And then of course spring training, which 
I understand that some of our other co-hosts don't love talking spring training baseball, but they're not here. Right. So we get to talk it a little bit. Um, not much that we haven't covered already, so yeah. I'm going to just kind of leave it. It's, just, it's finally here. Yep. And it was 45 degrees today here in Green Bay. It's It was very baseball weather today. Mm-hmm. You know, like it reminded me of being in high school and right. those early spring practices of, you know, where you're in the gym for part of it, you're outside for part of it. Just a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Very nostalgic. So, all right, let's talk some football. Um, first, starting with, do you want to start Packers or Super Bowl? Uh, let's go Super Bowl first. So as mentioned, the Chiefs are once again the reigning champions. Uh, overall, I think it was a very good game. Um, I think we were robbed of a of a great finish, right? And that really sucks. A from the perspective of just like I said, it just sucks that I, I, I wish they would have just went in for the touchdown with you know McKinnon getting that run, yeah. them letting him go in. I wish they would have just went in. That too, but if that because of it playing out how it did, mm-hmm. um, again I know we had talked about it earlier. I just I I can't get past again just how disappointing in just the the storylines. Like I mean, if you're the NFL, right, and you're going into that game, and we kind of talked about this after the championship Sunday games, but if you're going into those games and you've got all this talk about the rigged and and officials influence and. I'm still not on team that it's rigged. No, gosh. No. I, I like I said. I just think it'd be too hard to pull off. Yeah. But if you're on, you know, if you have all those conversations going on, and you literally have nobody denying it right now, where like at least the NBA a couple of years ago, I think it was still David Stern as as commissioner. He said that's literally racketeering, and that they couldn't do that. Now, I technically think they can legally speaking because it's a private company; they can technically do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no you look at the ref WWE. that was rigging, rigging the games. So. Right. So I think they technically can do it. I just think it's with all the money that's out there on on betting and on daily fantasy and and whatever. Credit to Shauna, by the way. As she did mention, it was most of her picks were mostly just to hedge mine. So we still got some winnings out of it. But credit to her. She's the one that technically got the winning bet slips. Um. Money's going back in my wallet, but is it though? Probably not. <laughs> let's let's it's be honest. It's going to get spent on the Valentine's right now, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, it was. I mean, it was a very good game until that that moment. And like I said, just the fact, like I said, you you go into having this conversation where it's been for the last, let's just even say three, four weeks. Last mm-hmm. month, and that's your that's your outcome. Where it's again a referee deciding. A critical moment in the game being inconsistent. Yeah, but I, I could see this going now that you could go to full time refs. There's gonna be a lot of push pushback on this, but I think this might be fine the final straw. You know, but that we've broke... said that so many times. Now. I know, we said I know that, we have. We said that back in twenty twelve when when the replacement refs were the the fail Mary. Right. We've said that in the playoffs when they botched before the the Jared Goff Super Bowl when they botched the Rams and Saints game. Mm-hmm. We've said it enough times now where it's like, what what is if it if there's not going to be a resolution to this where it goes to full time refs, what is it going to take? And you would hope that in the biggest game of the season, the championship game, that maybe that would be finally. I, I'm hoping you're right. 
Right. I'm hoping so too. But also knowing the NFL, I don't think he will be. No, I don't. Think and I so. think that's a real bummer. But that's the only way I can describe it. It's a bummer. Right. <laughs> but it's it's just week in, week out, year in, year out. The fact that that's your your championship game that was so great for 58 minutes of game time. And then it's going to have that giant X at the end. Right. Not even an asterisk because, again, it technically was the right call. Like you can't, I mean, you can be mad about it, but it's just one of those where it's the consistency aspect. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, just really soured it. I remember going home from the Super Bowl party we were at last night and just, that was all I could talk about. That's all anybody was talking about even today mm-hmm. was it wasn't the game. It wasn't the, you know, the talk about the Kelsey bolt wasn't talking about Patrick Mahomes being potentially in, you know, kind of like a one of a kind situation being the closest to Brady at this point at age 27. And eventually that's going to become the conversation on the mm-hmm. Super Bowl mm-hmm. win and two times Super Bowl champion, two times Super Bowl MVP. Uh, he's two and one in the big game now. That will be the conversation, but it wasn't today. Right. And I think that's the biggest, biggest flaw in the whole thing. But I feel like, like you said, it it ju- it just left that sour taste in your mouth after s- being such a good game, not having a lot of refs. Or you had no penalties. You had like three penalties the whole game, and a lot, and they were all like bad penalties. The offside, there was a few offsides, yeah, encroachment, you know, everything like that, where. You, of course, you got to call those. And then like a delay game or two. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't a lot of holding. It wasn't DPI or offense pass interference too much until right at the end, which we talked about it before we started here that it was the right call, but the New York should have came in and said, let's not call it. Let's let them play. Well, Just- Again, you have to kind of – it's one of those ultimate, like, read-the-room situations. You right. Know? You know, I, I do agree because there's a very popular take out there where if it's a penalty, the other 58 minutes of the game, it's a penalty in the last two minutes. But the fact that it wasn't yeah. a penalty the other 58 minutes, that's where it's like, okay, yes, it was indeed an infraction. You could call a penalty of every play. Exactly. And whether it be offensive line holding, defensive line holding, which is also – dumb to me but that's different conversation but you could have a penalty every single play and you choose not to because it has to be you know you look at it being egregious is it does it impact the game and the fact that the flag came in also after the incompletion yeah and they rule it prior to the throw because that way you don't have the whole uncatchable conversation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i i get how they got to the conversation but it just you know i i didn't want the eagles to win or the, well, I didn't want the Chiefs to win, is what I meant. But if they're going to, again, the conversation should be Travis Kelsey has two now. Patrick Mahomes has two. You know, again, like you said earlier in your Nuggie session, they did it without Tyreek Hill. Yes. They did it with MVS, who disappeared. They did it with Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster. They did it with Jarek McKinnon and, and was Isaiah Pachenko. Pachenko, who, play, who ran downhill like a mad man all game. You did it with a defense that got home a few times when they needed to. Yeah, the, that that defense came to play in the second half. I think it all started with Jalen Hurts' fumble, which that was, that was I think, the big swing of the whole game. Sure, absolutely. And then, I mean, you didn't end up getting points out of it, but the overturned 
um, catch and fumble that would have been the second defensive touchdown. Right. Ended up being a huge swing in the game too. And, and you can, you know, we've gotten to a point where a catch is so undefinable and it's, yeah. it's, I guess I'm kind of glad that that wasn't the conversation last night mm-hmm. that ends up coming out of this game. Cause you had what three moments of you had the, that, that part of it. You had the Devonta set, uh, Devonta Smith, Yep. Catch on the sideline. You had the Dallas Goddard catch on the mm-hmm. sideline, yep. which also cost me money. So I'm a little bit pissed about <laughs> that. But, but at, le- at least it didn't come down to something like that. I mean, See, came- honestly, I think I would rather have it come down to something like that, though. Uh, no, I because at least like at least that's like one of those where, OK, it could you know, you can kind of look at it either way. And as long as it's not like egregious one way or another. Right. You know, you could have a conversation. You can have like, okay, we need to simplify this because it's gotten so obscure as to what is a catch, and and you have a different version of a catch when it's in the end zone versus mm-hmm. in play of, or field of play. What or, completes the or catch or on the sideline? Right. You have so many different definitions. Where can't remember. I heard somebody in the last two weeks where the ball hits the ground. You know, this whole possession. Does he keep maintain possession? The ball hits the ground, it moves, it's incomplete. Right. That shouldn't be that hard. If you come down with the ball and you're on your feet, it should be a catch. Mm-hmm. Now, again, the whole, did he make a football move? Did he complete the catch? Did he tuck it? Whatever. Different conversation, I guess. But it it shouldn't be that. You shouldn't have to. I mean, I know NFL referees are lawyers. But it shouldn't be left in the hands of of literal lawyers. And right. if he took three steps versus two, or did he tuck the ball all the way to his elbow versus you know, is it a completed you know whatever? But yeah. I I guess it is good. It didn't come we, to that. But we need to simplify everything. All in all, I mean it. It just you had a great game for fifty eight minutes, and you can't enjoy that 58 minutes because of how it ends. Right. Cause that's all we've talked about. We haven't talked about <laughs> hardly anything, but the last two minutes in the whole, what? 10, 15 minutes we've been talking now. Yeah. I mean, Jalen hurts was incredible. Patrick Mahomes was, I think Jalen hurts should have got MVP, even though he lost. I've been okay with that. That would have been another bet that Eric would have hit. Mahomes only had what? He had under 200 some yeah, yards. Yeah, 200 yards think passing, but he had... Pat McAfee was talking about the... 50 rushing or something like that. Pat McAfee was talking about their same game parlay where they had 225 and he didn't get the over. Right. But also credit to the, the Chiefs run game for coming out and being able to... Pachenko, McKinnon, and even... On Mahomes himself. Mahomes himself, the ankle game, which also makes me mad because I tweeted... I predicted that. And, of course, you have them come back from break. And Kurt Menefee, we had the Jordan flu game. We had the Kurt Schilling bloody sock. Now we have this, the Patrick Mahomes sprained ankle game. Give me a break. He was running around the whole post game like he didn't even have an ankle injury. He was, so high horse, he was also probably high on like horse tranquilizers right. or something. but Or Percocet or something. Something. Because there's no, you can't convince me he played that just with just tape. No, there's no way. He looked high as a mofo. Which, which totally makes sense because halftime he looked back to normal. Yeah. Anyway, so that's our Super Bowl conversation. Which means, as always, as we have for every week, the last month, month and a half, 
It's time to talk Packers. Time to talk Packers quarterback situation. Quite a bit to actually unpack, though, if you ask me, from this last week. Uh, we had Media Week. We had, I think, Romeo Dobbs was on with Jim Rome. Christian Watson was on with Zach Gelb. Aaron Jones was on first take talking about what they want to see, you know, what their team's going to look like next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of uncertainty, as we all know. This isn't a secret. This isn't, you know, whatever. Um, we know Aaron Jones, I think, probably got the most headlines where he starts off his conversation on first take and the whole really kind of bringing the whole week to a, a head is talking about that he thinks if Jordan Love would become the guy, that he's ready to be the guy. And there's two ways you can read that, if you ask me. There's the obvious, okay, maybe he is the guy. Maybe he truly, you know, had that second to third year growth that everyone claims to be talking about and that we kind of saw the second half of the Philly game. And we saw a little bit in the preseason with the very vanilla offense. We saw a lot of growth this year. I think there's a lot to be said about that, but also you can look at it kind of a little skeptically. What else is Aaron Jones supposed to say? Right, exactly. So we had that conversation. Like I said, I know we had uh, Christian Watson saying that Aaron has helped his career a lot and has been very you know, popular and helping, helping him develop as a rookie and is one of the greatest to do it. There's no doubt about that. Aaron Jones did kind of, I don't want to say walk his comments back, but he also said, the following day, because I believe that was Wednesday or Thursday of last week, he did kind of walk it back a little bit saying, yeah, we want Aaron around. We want him. We want our leader. We want our QB one. So, again, like, that's a one of those situations. Is he just saying that? Is it just, is it lip service? Or is it truly, you know, is it truly a split? Is it, you know, great either way? And what are, what are you, what are they supposed to say to? Right. Because they have absolutely no idea. No one knows. And and Aaron has not left in his darkness retreat. He's still in it? No, he hasn't left for oh, it to start it. Hasn't left for um, it. Okay. The headline coming out, I think, was announced on Pat McAfee's show today. He is going to join the show tomorrow. Oh, and then he's going? And then he will be leaving, I believe, Wednesday. Or Tuesday night for it to start Wednesday. One of the two. So, realistically, by the next time we record, we very well could know. We're not going to know. Think so? We're not going to know. We're not going to know until draft. See, I think we will. I, I think because we know free agency is going to happen before that. And I think they're going to not force his hand, but I think Aaron respects the, the business and the team enough. And Does he, though? Nothing. We've had nothing to the contrary where he doesn't. I suppose. I mean, the this is why I say I hate Packer fans. Because everyone's talking about and, and I don't mean any because I know a lot of people, you know, I talk to a lot of people and I don't want any one person to be upset about this. Mm-hmm. So I say this very carefully. But the amount of people that I've heard talk about how Aaron's a selfish guy and that he's doing it for the attention and doing it for the clicks. I don't think he cares about that aspect of it. I don't think that it truly is a matter of, you know, holding the team hostage. I don't think it's about dominating the conversation because everything that has been, if you take him for face value, which if we're being honest, he's never given us a reason not to. Yeah, I suppose. He's always, to his credit, 
you know, the media runs with storylines. People run with storylines, but he's oh. always been very quick to say that's not how I operate. Yeah, I suppose. So with that in mind, I do give I do take his his word at face value. We had another report on Super Bowl Sunday from Ian Rappaport um, saying the Packers are open to a conversation should Aaron Rodgers decide he wants to be traded. Right. Which, again, is, you know, is it the Packers leaking this to see what the fan base thinks? Is the Packers leaking this to maybe not sway him one way or another? Is it, you know, where Packers are good for leaking stuff. Apparently, They are. And that's that's the, the weird conversation about the whole thing here. Is who you know, we know at this point, or at least again, if we're taking things at face value, we know at this point enough that Aaron's not the one leaking things because it's always kind of proved to be the contrary. Yeah. And we know not to trust the anonymous sources. We know not to trust, you know, Adam Schefter. That too. (laughs) I was trying to avoid that. But we know not to trust the the source inside the building or the league sources or you know, all the those cliches that get thrown around or former yeah. teammates like Greg Jennings or Jermichael Finley or, you know, you kind of do the laundry list of guys who... Devontae's still searching for a house. Right. So so we've kind of gotten to a point of, I, th- I think, legitimately not being able to, to go on any merit of that. Yeah. So it starts a darkness retreat Wednesday. I do think we will. I don't, maybe not next week. Because I think, you know, he's got the four days. And obviously, I think some conversations are probably going to happen internally first. With think he's going to make it all four days? That's a good question. I know I wouldn't. No, no way. Not in pure darkness. That's where you lose me. Like, the isolation thing. Yeah, I don't mind that. If it was for four days, like, that's still kind of where I maybe start being like, hey, this is dumb. I want to do something. But Yeah, but if, if, if you were just, like, what do I want to say? Up north at a cabin. By yourself, you could still go out. You could go search the woods. You could do do everything like that. I'd be totally fine for four days. Yeah, I but think I, I think in, so too. But it's the darkness is where yeah. Yeah, but sitting in darkness, yeah, no. Is it? I mean, is that the? Is, I mean, the whole it's stimulating DMT and hallucinations and vision. Uh, I mean, it's truly a vision quest. That's really right. what it is. You That's know? pretty much all it is. You look at there's so many. Different ways to interpret Vision Quest because you think of Blue Mountain State with the ayahuasca, right? <laughs> you think of the movie Vision Quest, the the like the high school wrestling movie. You think of what it, the old. That's interesting. <laughs> I think he was saying something about. Yeah, that's a thing that we probably should have had closed caption for. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> wondering why you didn't have closed caption on, but you can rewind this, can't you? Yeah. Um. Anyways, we're we're watching wrestling <laughs> as this goes on, so we're trying to figure out what's going on with Cody beating the crap out of Baron Corbin, bum ass Corbin. Yeah, bum ass Corbin. I'm assuming something was said. Yeah, I'd assume so. But anyway, to circle back, um, yeah, I, I I'm very curious on on the the results of this. Uh, like I said, we we even had the the seed planted over the weekend that if he wants a trade, they will do it. Right, but. It leads me back to the conversation. I think John Kuhn pointed this out last week. There isn't really a good destination for him to go to outside of, honestly, I think the Titans is really the only destination. And that's really? even rumored. Well, he's not going to, I don't think he wants to be a jet because yeah, the money would be great. The, you know, he doesn't want the New York limelight. 
because he hates Green Bay media the way it is. And then you throw in the fact of, hey, this is basically Brett Favre 2.0. Right. Don't think he wants that. I could see him going to Las Vegas, though. See, I, I thought about that a little bit, too. You know, the Devante element's nice. But then you throw in, okay, well, now he's going to be, you know, playing in Tom Brady's offense, the Josh McDaniels storyline. He's going to be, again, depending on the week, the second or third best quarterback in that division. Right. Patrick Mahomes coming off another Super Bowl. The odds of winning the division are slim. Yeah, but I guess... Or at least here in the in the NFC North, you basically... I mean, you've got a... The Lions have gotten better, but you've got a 50-50 shot, basically, if you think about it. Uh, I, th- I think Lions could run make a run for the division this year. Sure, but you still have... I mean, the Chargers aren't going anywhere. They still no. got the whole... The benefit of the Chargers, they're still playing with Justin Herbert on a rookie contract. Exactly. And you can build around that a lot more, as we saw with Jalen Hurts, as we've seen with Joe Burrow, as we've seen with Josh Allen and the Bills. Mahomes. Mahomes as well. So we've seen that play out where that's kind of become the way to win Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers are only getting bigger and better defensively and, and other elements of their team as well. Um, the Broncos now have Sean Payton and Russell Wilson at the helm. So you've kind of got some legitimacy back to that team too. You know, they've, yeah, I believe they've got cap room to spend too. Uh, probably. So what's the, and what's the situation with them? So again, you're in a situation where you're going to be competing for a, probably for a wild card spot, not a division. Right. So I don't think that's a great destination. I think the Titans kind of is, but I don't think they have the capital. Colts? Maybe. One of those two teams, really, but I don't think either one. I mean, the Colts maybe have the capital to to make it interesting for Green I, Bay, I, but I, I don't feel, think I they like, have the cap room. I feel like Derek Carr would be better for the Colts than what Aaron Rodgers would be. Well, Derek Carr is set to be released by the Raiders. That came out today because he doesn't want to. He's not going to release his no trade clause. Right. And he's, um, and he's rumored to the Saints. Forty-five million against the cap, something like that. Something to that effect. So one of the saints that's the conversation but that puts Jameis needing a job i don't like the saints i don't like the saints for Derek carr no i think the jets makes more sense for Derek carr for being honest i th- i think colts would be the perfect spot for him yeah that too because i don't think to be honest with you i don't think J- josh jacobs is resigning with the raiders so he's he's been on record saying even last week though that he wants to like he wants to be back i could see him going to the eagles Throw him on that Eagles squad. That's true. You imagine that is a that, good point. That, that team would be that team ran the whole year with, with Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell, right? And Boston Scott, who right. exactly? <laughs> so you throw Josh Jacobs on that team. That's that's a scary team. That's very because they're playing again with a lot of house money. Now, granted, Jalen Hurts is going to have to get paid either this offseason or definitely next offseason. Because he's the second-round quarterback, so he doesn't have that built-in fifth-year option. Right. Um, which is where it gets really interesting. I still, until I hear from Aaron, I still think that Jordan Love is more likely to get traded than Aaron Rodgers is. We will see. And we'll see in about a week or two. Hope, Hopefully within a week. Welcome back, Shauna. Thank you. Anything you want to add in here? We're not going to know anything in a week. He's <laughs> selfish. He's just a terrible human being. 
and he's going to hold this out until the last possible second because he cares more about the fame, the fortune, and his name in the the limelight than he cares about playing. What do you have to base that on? His shitty personality. What do you have to base that on? The way that he is. You can just, you just know it. He's just a crappy human being. And but all, why? Because he just is. Because he's selfish and when has he been selfish? Uh taking a lot of money and not being able to get other people. Every quarterback September he does that. Not yeah, every look at no. Tom Brady. Yeah. It's true. But I'm just saying every look at, quarterback look at how many rings Tom Brady has. Every quarterback did that except Tom Brady. Peyton okay. Manning did it. Matt Ryan did it. Okay, but every then, year but, there was a Russell. Okay, Wilson's but they had it. something to back it up then. Not really. Peyton Manning has more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers does. He has one extra one at the end of his career that his defense literally dragged him to. Okay. So Still he threw for 55 Still? touchdowns that year. Oh, he did it? I don't think he did that year, did he? I think it was that year. No, no, no. That was the Carolina year. The 55 yeah. touchdowns years when they got their ass kicked against the, the yeah. Seahawks. Don't care. Don't like him. Hate him. Needs to go. And he's just gonna he's gonna he loves that everyone's talking about him all the time. I don't he think he loves does. it. Yes, he does. Then 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 put the rumors to bed. I will shut up if next week he comes out, he says, Oh, I came out of the darkness, I defeated the hat man, and I'm I'm gonna leave the Packers. If he says that next week, great. And if he says, you know, I came out of the darkness and I'm gonna stay with the Packers, great. I will shut up. But he's not gonna do that. He's gonna string this out. All until summertime. Even then, the last possible second, then he's going to make his decision because he loves this. He loves this. I don't think we have any evidence of that, though, that he does. Look at last year. Last year, he had an announce before the free agency deadline, like even before the franchise tag deadline. So then when was that? Late February, early March. Okay, so we still dragged it out. You could have said, yep, we're going to try and run it back, but we didn't. He did. Sean, there's no there's no winning against you because no. all you want to do is defend, 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 defend. You don't listen to what anybody else says about him. So Eric's opinion is right about this, and that's fine. Whatever. He's still salty about the trivia. I haven't mentioned that lately. Whatever. It was like an hour ago. That's true. <laughs> He's just salty. Yeah, you should be. But no, you can. Hound Aaron Rodgers all you want and gas him up and whatever. I don't think he deserves to be gassed up anymore. He's washed. Ooh. It's a bold take. Don't care. Bold take. Don't care. So I do guys say, I'm not, this no, I'm actually, I'm trying to, I'm going to ask the one question that we talk about every week. Oh, geez. Sean, I know your take. You want him gone, whether it's retire or trade. <laughs> Sean, where are you at? What do you think is happening after the darkness retreat or ahead of the darkness retreat starting? I think he retires. I think I'd change every week. I think you've had three different like I stays, so. stays, gets traded, retires. I'm, I think I'm kind of leaning more to retire as well this week. Although, tr honestly, trades kind of peered its way into my mind. But I think that's just, again, all the, the hype that these anonymous sources create. And I think he wants to do what Tom Brady did, is leave and win a Super Bowl. Take a team to a Super Bowl and be like, F you Packers. Right. But I don't think there's a, a good destination for him to go to. That's the problem. I think he thinks he's good enough. I think he thinks he's good enough that he can do it. 
that he can go anywhere and do it. That's what I think he thinks. Throw him on that Minnesota team. <laughs> him and JJ and you know, Delvin and Cook. Delvin Cook and even a washed up Thielen a little bit. Oh, now Thielen's washed up. Thielen didn't have a great year. Thielen didn't have a great year. He was hurt a lot for the first time in his career. Oh, oh, no, now it's a big deal that the guy's yeah. hurt. He has a bad year. <laughs> ah. I, Aaron had a, not a great year. The truth comes He out. still was a top 10 quarterback even in his bad year. No, he wasn't. Statistically speaking, he was 10th or 11th in almost every category. Yep, not top 10. So, sucks to suck. Round, Still round. top half. Doesn't matter. If you're not in the yeah. top five, you're not on my in a, team. In a season where a lot of quarterbacks were injured. He was injured. Oh. He broke his, his thumb. thumb. He his broke thumb. his throwing thumb. Oh. Dak Prescott still had more yards than he did, and he played six less games. Patrick Mahomes just won a Super Bowl with a sprained ankle. Yeah, I'm not talking about the sprained ankle game. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a story. Sprained ankle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. That is true. That is the greatest <laughs> American. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes? Yeah. Cody Rhodes with his peck? Yeah. He won a game with a, a, a He match. won a hell in a cell. Yeah. With his peck. And that's probably more physical than what A.A. Ron has to do. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. He's, he's going to defend him till the, till the day he dies. Yep, he is. And he's again, defend him in retirement. I am not taking away the fact that Aaron Rodgers was a good quarterback. But the key word there is was. We're done. We need to move on. Goodbye. That's your opinion. So, Eric, what's your question? What are you leaning towards? After? I said it already. I think, he, I think he's more on retirement at this oh. point. Oh. <laughs> thought you was going to take her out, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I thought you was just, oh. That's how I want to come in. <laughs> and I do my match. No, you should come in like this. Ooh. For those of you who don't know, so Nikki Cross just ran in the ring like a bat out of hell. And now Sean's saying that <laughs> Shauna should be Asuka oh. with the wolf mask. But Shauna would get scared of her own mask. No, I wouldn't. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't love that. I want to run in and like slam my coat on the ground. <laughs> All right. Can I just say real quick about Valentine's Day? Let's hear it. So I just was at the store. Did you keep that in? We did, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was just at the store getting last minute Valentine's. And there are two people in the Valentine's aisle today. Can Counting you... yourself? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> two types of people. Oh, can you guess who's in those Valentine's aisles scouring? Parents with kids who forgot. Like, what would have been me and my mom? Yep. And then guys like us that forget their card. Literally, like, teenage boys. <laughs> and the whole aisle just smelled. It reeked of, like, teenage boy. And they're all, like, and mind you, there's nothing left. There is uh, like, it is slim pickings. I had to get the kids. I don't even know if they'll like it, but it's fine. But there are slim pickings. And these kids are, like, reading the cards. And they're all, like, spouse cards. And the one kid tapped his friend and was like, you think I could get away with a wife card for my girlfriend? And the guy's like, <laughs> I think that's a lot of commitment, bro. I was, like, chuckling to myself. But, yeah, it's just, it's parents and it's men. Don't forget Valentine's They're boys. Day. But yeah, boys. They're not men. There were Real a, men, no. There were a lot of men in there, too. What'd you get, Shauna? Have, we're going to have a nice dinner. We're going to oh. probably go to Sushi Lover, which is her favorite restaurant. My hit Cocoon Brewery. Is the... that your favorite restaurant? It is. 
There's a lot of nice flowers at the Walmart. And Quick Trip. Quick Trip flowers are the best. Yeah, with the milk vase. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if our listeners know that story. I am notorious for uh, getting Quick Trip flowers with like a, the, the milk. I'll drink the chocolate milk or whatever. Yes, and you, it'll be the chocolate milk that's been in your car for... No, that's disgusting. <laughs> no, he drinks a fresh one and rinses it out usually. That's yeah, why. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a decent human being. Yeah. They do make water ones though too. Like the, the nature's touch water. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. They had some nice roses. You got a rose on Saturday at the wedding show. Not from you. You're, I'm the reason that we were there. Are, are you getting Carolyn flowers? No, I got her something else. I, I already got her. I got her at Saturday. So, well, what was it? Earrings and a necklace. Does she know? Yeah. She oh, knows. I was going to say, because she listens to this like in the morning. Doesn't yeah, she, she knows. She oh. was there. Well, lucky her. Yeah. Freaking Rogers and Holland. Oh, great story. Oh, you got stuck like jewelry, jewelry. Yeah, jewelry, jewelry. Not Amazon jewelry. What's wrong with Amazon jewelry? <laughs> Nothing. I love it. So <laughs> it is better than JC Penny jewelry. No. Are we sure? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Because JC Penny jewelry, they at least just mark down and it's like real. Yeah. I think I'm walking around with a big plastic. <laughs> You've it, got a hey, ring I'll, on your finger. At, at least it doesn't turn your neck green. That's it's, true. There's always that. That's true. Yeah, let's not bury Eric completely. Right. It's so with okay. that... <laughs> it's okay, Eric. We can bury you. With that, I had something else NFL related, too. Oh, it was going to be not... not uh, Chad Henney retiring? Chad Henney, that is a, a travesty that he's no longer be in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Bowl ads came out for next year already. Chiefs are the early favorite. The Bills are up there. The Packers, as currently stands amid the speculation, are at plus 3,100. Where the Jets and the Lions both have better betting odds as of right now. Which is just sad. I could go for the Lions. I would be okay with that in the grand scheme of things. It'd be interesting. Um, We've not talked about the halftime show. You said you didn't watch it. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything amazing. I'm just talking about the preg- pregnant lady going out there and going ham for... 20 what is it 25 minutes 13 i think was the show what was it because oh. it was what instead of 15 minute halftime it was 30 or something, something like, like that. that i do gotta say chris stapleton's national anthem was one of the yep. best national anthems and everybody given what sirianni crap about crying or whatnot he was just very emotional i can't say that i wouldn't do the same right you realize how how hard he's worked to get to this point he got fired 10 years ago by Andy Reid as a receiver's coach. Right. And thought his career was as coaching was over. And to get back and end up being, you know, facing him, and then you have a, one of the best national anthems going. Mm-hmm. Same with J- Jason Kelsey getting a little emotional. I too. don't know how you Did Jason Kelsey's wife have a baby? I don't know if she did or not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, shout out to the former Badgers that were Super Bowl champions. Melvin Gordon, which I forgot he was right. the Chiefs. Right, I did too. And then uh, Leo Chanel. Getting Super Bowl rings yesterday. I did not know he was on the Chiefs yep, until... To- totally forgot about that until I seen the tweet. So, I guess that's really... I think really all I got on, on NFL, Super Bowl, 
Um, now we we head towards the draft and we head towards draft free is, agency. Draft is when again? April? April something or other. Okay. So we, first mock draft will come out here pretty quick. I am I am not doing a mock draft personally until I think like mock drafts have been coming out slowly but surely. I will not be doing one until I know what the quarterback conversation uh. is. No balls. They're not going to take a quarterback in the draft. Anyways. No, but it determines if they're going to trade him as to where they're going to pick. And does that it, does it, they might not even get a first round pick for him, which I think is also just wild. I think any team that's going to that's the other thing about the trade is just I don't think any team's going to give you what you want for him, or they're going to overspend for basically a one year rental. And I don't think I mean I don't think teams are wanting to do that. I think that's another huge aspect of this that conversation but so it's better if he just retires from that element i'd say yeah or stays and plays another year and then retires because of the cap hit yeah financially speaking that makes the most sense well, not everything's financially i think uh the late great mark mcmullen would disagree what about billy bean billy bean would also disagree who's who's the dude who's can't think of Moneyball. Moneyball was Bill, Billy Bean, and who's the other guy for the Red Sox? Oh, and then he went to the, uh, was it Theo Epstein? No, 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 no. But he also would disagree. David Stearns would disagree. Matt Arnold would disagree. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to say what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, no, because it's not family friendly. I want to hear it after them. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So on that note, a couple things to wrap up here. Uh, we got to pick our bar of the week. And Sean, I think we're going to do this one here this week. We've got Meats Opera House. Because mm-hmm. we did not. I forgot about them last week. Yeah. Uh, so Meats Opera House in St. Nazian's. Yes. The South of Manitowoc. Okay. Uh, we went there after RPW. Uh, um, with Shauna's parents and Ramsey and family friends, Sherry and Bob. 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 Had a great time there. The drinks were flowing at a very cheap prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4.6 stars on Google. Oh, from yeah. Meets Opera House. Went for the fish fry. I had baked haddock. Hubby had battered cod. Food was excellent. The service was outstanding. First time here, we'll definitely be back. Would highly recommend. That's coming from June Preston. Wednesday nights, they got prime rib, 10 out of 10. Like they got old fashions. It was so good. A very, I mean, just every review you read here. Easter brunch. Reservations were needed, but worth it. Food was amazing. Staff was super friendly, eager to help. Busy, but with food this great at such a reasonable price, no wonder the tables were still spread out enough to be comfortable. Uh, another one here. Awesome food. Great service. Friendly staff will be back. Highly recommend. Then uh, the last one I'm going to read here. Best small town bar and grill in the area. Family friendly. Great food. Customers and staff are always super friendly. And then they recommend the Mott Sticks, the double bacon cheeseburger steak sandwich, uh, the perch platter, onion rings, anything of that for- sort. Plenty of parking as well. So Meats Opera House in St. Nazian's. Good stuff. Our bar of the week. And then... As always, we wrap up with what we had 
rooted for in the last week and Sean I'm gonna, or what we're rooting what for coming we're up. Rooting what we're rooting for, for Eric. For. Come on, wow. man. We're hundred five episodes <laughs> in and don't know what's going on. This is your show, I thought. Yeah, Our I thought show. you were running stuff. We're just Our the jabronis show. that are with you, man. Yeah, we're jabronis. <laughs> so Sean, why don't you lead us off, Smart Month? Daytona. It is Daytona. I'm so weekend. excited for Daytona this weekend. Any pick this weekend, Sean? Ooh. Hmm. Ah, my gut's telling me Truex. Martin, I don't know. Solid pick. Martin, Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr. MPJ. I feel like he's always a solid pick. But I don't know. I feel like one of the young guns is gonna gonna pull out because Daytona's always a sh- it's crap, unpredictable crap shoot. Yeah, of who it could be. It could be some random guy or like nah, I shouldn't say random, but. Rookie that's or first year guy. Could be. Shauna, who's your pick for Daytona five hundred? I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> A green car. A green car. Bobby Labani. He's not even racing anymore. Don't I don't that. even care. I'm gonna pick somebody. A green car is gonna win. That's my pick, because I don't know any current racers. You know plenty of current racers. I don't think I do. I'm going to go... Rory McIlroy. That's a golfer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot about football and baseball, and that's about it. Yes, Uh The odds-on betting favorite is Denny Hamlin at 10 to 1. Yeah. Oh, who's my guy that I like? What's his name? He doesn't have a green car. Okay, I don't care. Chase, Chase Elliott. Yep, okay, I'm going Chase Elliott. That's actually kind of where I was leaning to, so I will make a different pick. Um, I do like Chase Elliott this year. Hendricks have had great cars at Daytona a lot. After coming off of a little bit of a down year for them, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, although Chase Elliott had a great year last year, too. Right. Um, so I'm going to go. I've got a coin flip here, and it's. I'm going to stick with my Hendricks loyalty. I'm going to go Kyle Larson. Uh, that's. He does struggle a little bit at super speedways. That's the mm-hmm, only mm-hmm. that's the only downside of this pick. And that's where I was kind of going back and forth between him and Ryan Blaney. Or, or do we go with the sentimental pick and take Kevin Harvick. That's not sentimental for me. I don't give two shits no, about Kevin Harvick. he's sentimental for me. So. Um, Is that the Menards guy? No. No, he's, he's the Bushlight bush guy. Car. Oh. Kevin, I, okay, I shouldn't say Kevin Harvick is not sentimental. I don't have the same attachment that I know that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would not... That's not yeah. the sentimental that, pick that, for me. That's right. You're Hendrick and I'm DEI. DEI slash uh, Childress. Yeah. Now, if you were looking to put some money down this, Martin Shrex Jr. is 18 to 1. So that's a pretty, uh, both Larson and Elliott are 12 to 1, as is Ryan Blaney. Um, Other guy that popped in my head was Eric Jones. Kevin Harvick, 25 to 1. Eric Jones, 40 to 1. He is 30 to 1. Ah. Uh, if you want to get in that 40 to 1 conversation, you're looking at like AJ Allmendinger, uh, Noah Gregson's 45 to 1. The farthest out odds you could look at Cody Ware or BJ McLeod. Yeah, at no. seven hundred fifty Where, to one. Where's Bubba? Bubba Wallace is at. This is actually I, for what it's worth. I do think this is a great betting line at eighteen to one at Bubba Wallace because he does really well at mm-hmm. at super speedways. Um, Alex Bowman twenty five to one. Ty Gibbs is kind of a sneaky one to watch at twenty five to one. Christopher Bell. And that same conversation too. 
Uh, Stenhouse Jr. always has a decent run at super speedways as well. He's at 35 to one or 30 to one. So lots of betting if you're you looking at Denny. That. Denny had the best. Odds? Denny is the odds on favorite as it sits right now, according to CBS Sports, at 10 to one. Hmm. Okay. Which makes sense because he's he does very well. I mean, he he's, all, great, he's, he's a great driver, a but car. he's a great driver at Daytona. Yep, always has a good car. So that is Sean's rib first. Sean, are you going to go the same route? You think? No, I'm going Elimination Chamber WWE this weekend Saturday. We got we got big stuff. I'm excited. All right, Sean, I'm going to hold you to a prediction as well. Sami Zayn or Roman Reigns? <sighs> They're not going to take it. I, I just don't know. I'm going to say Roman, but I don't like that pick. Sean. We should be doing this for our picks because we don't have Super Bowl. <laughs> we don't have football picks this week. Well, we're gonna we're gonna pick elimination chamber. Pick elimination chamber and pick the NAS and pick the five hundred. Why not? I'm going Sammy. Is this the one where he's gonna be at home? Yeah, he's in Montreal. Oh yeah, I feel like Montreal. I feel Quebec. like what's his face likes that the 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 wrestling yeah Triple, Triple H. H. Quebec. I'm I'm thinking Roman Reigns just because I don't see them splitting that. Like from a story, again, when you're looking at wrestling, it's got a lot of story. I don't think they're gonna take that off him. I think I don't think they're gonna take him off at Elimination Chamber. It might come WrestleMania. Right. I think they. I and I don't love this either because Sean and I had talked about this earlier when you were uh, buying Valentines. Oh, okay. Um. I think if what they're probably going to lean towards doing is doing some sort of where they can split the belts. And again, Sammy doesn't win clean. He'll win by disqualification technically. I think that would make the most sense. And then you'd have a night one and a night two at WrestleMania match with Roman Reigns. I don't I don't like that at all. I don't either, but I think it's most likely. I don't think Roman wrestles enough to be due two nights in a row. Right. That's also true. Anyway, so. What's your route for, Eric? I'm I'm kind of leaning both of those. There's not really a whole lot other than I'll, I guess just to be different. I'm gonna continue with my uh my Green Bay women's basketball, especially comes Sunday, big sports day Sunday. We've got Elimination Chamber Saturday night, we've got Daytona 500 Saturday after, or Sunday afternoon, and then Green Bay versus Youngstown State to avenge their streak ending loss and make a very big push for that Horizon Horizon League regular season championship. Um, currently it's a two way tie at the top. With Green Bay technically holding tiebreaker over Cleveland State right now from the head-to-head. They will play one more time yet next weekend. But it is Youngstown State on the road this weekend. Coming off their one home loss, their one conference home loss was against Youngstown State. And that was a final second type loss uh, with a back and forth game. Youngstown State very loaded. They lost an upset a couple weeks back where... Uh, puts them into a solid third spot in the conference. One game behind Green Bay and Cleveland State, though. So very interesting weekend for the Green Bay Phoenix women. All right. So with that, episode 105 is in the books. Also, be sure to check out mine and Sean's uh, Polar Plunge page. If you can't afford to donate, please do. Uh, Still needing donations to be able to do the Polar Plunge. Still hoping for that here. So if you can't afford to do so, please do. We'll have that link on our Facebook page. We'll continue to share that. Check it out. Thanks for listening. For Justin Ramsey not here, for Sean, Shauna, who are here, myself, Eric Fisher. So 105 is in the books. We're out. See you. Bye. Bye.